The first words my ex said to me in six months were delivered sotto voce as I was minding my own business at Lunig's crowded bar. The night was young, the restaurant was bright, and Winter Kendrick filled the entry with his massive shoulders and his giant presence and his unbelievably appealing two-day shadow. He didn't speak to the hostess. He barged in like he owned the place, which he could have, and swept the room with his icy gaze. He was in a suit and tie, as if he remembered how much his corporate dick persona turned me on and addressed accordingly. His sharp, pale eyes locked on target, and he brushed through the meat market singles, practically swatting the riffraff out of his path in his single-minded pursuit of a sure thing. Me. Let's get out of here. Not exactly the heartwarming declaration of love, or the long-awaited, well-deserved apology I needed. I almost laughed, because he was an overbearing prick, until I realized he expected me to jump up and follow him. His approach had worked before, sure, but I kept my ass on the stool, elbows on the frigid Carrera marble, and lifted my drink. In a bistro like Lunig's, playing it cool was as much a part of the scenery as the amber light and expansive wine list. I could be cool. I see you left your manners in Berlin. That whole me-Tarzan act is exactly what you like. Don't pretend otherwise. Winner's glittering gaze found mine in the mirror over the bar. Silver light threaded his recently shorn hair, and he was all hard jaw, crisp cotton, smooth silk tie, and knowing smile. He looked fucking hot, like moving on from our relationship had been kinder to him than it had to me. My mouth dried, and I took another sip of scotch. A frown line pinched his perfect brow. Since when do you like scotch? Since my 25th birthday, when I broke my collarbone on the chairlift, and you opened that bottle of Glenmorangie to ease my pain. Thanks for remembering. I wouldn't admit that the bite of whiskey reminded me of him, or that I'd taken to drinking scotch to ease the memory of him packing his suitcases and taking a job in Berlin. No. If he wanted something from me, and he obviously did, he could work for it. Or he could plaster himself against my back, pressing his chest close enough that the haunting smell of peppery cologne did the work for him. One whiff, and my pheromones battered down all resistance. He braced a hand close to my elbow, and rough words flirted against my ear. Finish your drink, Lou. It's so good to see you. Let's go home. Lou. No one called me Lou. No one. Not ever. Hearing that name from his lips annihilated me. My heart flipped inside my chest. Even his hurt swamped me. He made that pain sharper by calling my house home. As if the life we'd built together was still within his reach. I swallowed a fortifying mouthful of scotch and let the fire of alcohol restore me. Richie said you were back for the week, taking care of business. I wondered if I'd run into you. You should have just called if you wanted to say hello. If I just wanted to say hello, I would have. I had a feeling you wouldn't take that call. You know why I'm here. If that gun in your pocket is any indicator, I can guess why you're here. You're pretty sure of yourself. I am. I don't know whether to be turned on or pissed off. Anyone else would tell you to fuck off after throwing his drink in your face. I should have faced him, but I took the home court advantage and kept my back to him. It drove Winter nuts to be ignored, 
and his confidence could use a little leveling. Plus, he dug the hard-to-get vibe, as much as I got off on his caveman bullshit. We're not together, Wynn. He smiled, because I'd used his nickname automatically. I took a breath. Where's what's-his-name? The German. Not a flicker of recognition. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm here to see you. So, are you saying there's no what's-his-name, or you don't want to discuss it? Or both? Neither. There's nothing to say, because there's no one. Winter squeezed my shoulder, and what he'd done, if he'd done it, and with whom and why, slipped away. After all, I'd broken things off with him, not the other way around, and I really didn't want to have that conversation. Not here, not ever. We weren't getting back together.'